Hello, everyone. I am Andrew Hood, and we are back for the fourth episode of The Prep Perspective. We're here with Father Kevin Schneider, and he is going to give us a quick rundown of his Jesuit formation and how it formed him as a person. Good morning, and Andrew, thanks for the opportunity to come and visit with you and, and share a bit of my vocation story. Oh, well, thanks so much for, uh, for being here today. It's yeah. great to talk to you. I was uh, born and raised in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I'm the second oldest of six boys. I grew up across the street from our parish church, and my dad's oldest brother was a Jesuit priest, and his older sister is a Franciscan nun. So religion and Catholic life was very much part of growing up. I went to a Catholic grade school, Catholic high school. I went to Creighton University for uh, undergrad, got a degree in finance. And after I graduated in 1982 with a degree in finance, I was applying for jobs. After I was applying for a number of jobs, I thought, I'm not hungry enough to survive in this business world. I got to do something else. So a friend and I were standing on a hill in Milwaukee, and I said to him, I don't, I don't think I could survive in the business world. Maybe I'll just join the Jesuits. And he looked at me, and his jaw dropped. And he said, where did that come from? And I looked at him and my jaw dropped. And I said, where did that come from? <laughs> I had no idea that I wasn't planning it. I wasn't thinking it. So what we did was we wrote a note to Father Dick Hauser. God rest his soul. He just died last April. Father Dick Hauser saying, uh, dear Father Hauser, you don't know me. I just graduated from Creighton. I'm interested in the Jesuits. Can you please send me some information and an application? Which sounds to me like I'm applying for a job. <laughs> and he called the vocation promoter, who was Father Andy Alexander. And Father Andy and I talked for a while, and then he encouraged me to go talk to another Jesuit, Father Jim Gladstone. And after a couple-hour conversation and a little bit of time during the day, the next day they called me and said, would you be interested in joining the Jesuits this year? And this happened in July. So I applied for the Jesuits the last week of July. I joined the, I was accepted the first week of August and I joined the Jesuits the second week of August. I had no idea what I was doing. But because of my uncle, I kind of knew who the Jesuits were because of Creighton University. I kind of knew who Jesuits were. Um, and I knew what it meant to go to church on Sundays and how to make God part of my life. So I joined the Jesuits in August of 1982, thinking, as long as it's fun, I'll stick it out, and God will tell me when I should leave. And that was 34 years ago, 36 years ago, and I'm still here having fun, and God ain't told me to leave yet. So I joined the Jesuits in St. Paul, Minnesota, the first two years of formation, uh, I did things like I volunteered at a, at a free store where people, homeless people would come in and choose clothes, and I would try to present them well and talk to the people and visit with them. I studied the constitutions and the spirituality of the Jesuits and kind of really enjoyed the people I was with. I made the 30-day retreat. Uh, of St. Ignatius. I did a pilgrimage to Bismarck, North Dakota to try to work for seven, for seven weeks without any food or place to live, just begging for it and volunteering. I helped out in a school um, 
and the parish priest was happy to feed me once in a while. So that was a pretty cool experience. I worked in a hospital in San Antonio, Texas, uh, translating from Spanish to English uh, for people who were going to get their blood drawn and talk about life issues. So those were powerful moments during the first two years. And then I took vows. I went to Creighton University to study humanities because I didn't take a lot of humanities in undergrad when I was uh, studying business. Uh, so I learned about political science. I took a class on Latin. I took a class on poetry. Then I went to St. Louis University, studied philosophy for two years. Uh, that was hard because I'm not interested in thinking about how people think. <laughs> and that's what it was for two years. But I met a lot of great people and I enjoyed uh, the Jesuits I was studying with were pretty cool guys. So uh, it was neat, two years. And then I went to Marquette High in Milwaukee and I taught there for three years. Uh, regency, kind of like we have Mr. Kennedy here as a regent for three years. I was at Market High for three years. I taught theology. I coached football, basketball. I helped out with baseball and track. And that's when I fell in love with working in a high school. So when I went to study theology, I also kept a focus on, uh, I went to Boston College, uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts for Weston School of Theology and then to Boston College. Uh, to study theology with a focus on being a teacher in a Jesuit high school. I was ordained in 94, uh, so 12 years after I began. And then uh, I came to Creighton Prep for one year. I taught at Pine Ridge, South Dakota at, at Red Cloud High School, our Jesuit high school on the reservation, for three years. And I came back to Creighton Prep in 98, and I've been here ever since. I taught for 10 years, and now I do spiritual direction for faculty and staff and the adult community. I, I give retreats. I do the spiritual exercises uh, in a lot of places. So love it here. It's awesome to be here. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one of the things I sort of want to touch on from your story is how you actually got into it. You know, you started out in, in the business world, right. uh, you know, that, that sort of cutthroat yeah. world. And I think, you know, that's one thing that I think a lot of young men and, you know, people yeah. thinking about going into the real, religious life are scared of is, right. you know, you know, not being successful. <clears throat> I think like they fear that, you know, if they sacrifice, um, their, their career yeah. or all the money they could potentially be making right. to support a family or, yeah. or whatever, that yeah. they'd be somehow failing in, yeah. in life. Do you, do you want to sort of talk about Yeah, about I kind that? of felt like they were, they were uh, I don't know, pushing me to be hungrier than I felt like I could be. Uh, and because of that, I just realized, well, that was leaving me empty. It was all about uh, fulfilling needs, uh, making money, achieving goals. Uh, but it wasn't anything that made me uh, touch into uh, enjoying life or, or being with other people. Whenever I tried to uh, get together with other people in the business world, that was always... Uh, poo-pooed. I was always said, don't even waste your time on that. You got to achieve your goals. And I wanted to be with people. Uh, so I realized I wasn't going to survive in that world because they wanted me to be alone. And they wanted me to do it alone. And I just wanted to kind of listen to people, visit with people. Those are the gifts and talents that I use. Uh, so that's how I decided to make the shift. And I really didn't know what I was getting into. I didn't know much about the Jesuits at the time. 
but I found out that more and more, uh, being with other people, listening to them share their stories, uh, trying to help them understand uh, what their real focus is in life rather than what other people tell them their focus in life should be, which is what I found in the business world. So uh, I also, one thing that stuck out to me in your story was you've been to so many different universities. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what was the reason for, you know, switching to all these different universities? Was it just, you know, to get some travel or were you assigned there? How did that work? Yeah, I was accumulating miles. Yeah. So for my airplane travel. No, (laughs) no. So the Society of Jesus uh, missions us, uh, sends us. and And that was all part of the formation process. You know, they, they, there's a story, there's a, uh, a joke about a mom who goes to the parish priest and says, my son's going to be a priest, I want to know how long it takes. And the parish priest says, well, how old is your son? And she says, well, he's six years old. And the priest was like, oh, well, then, you know, it'll take, uh, you know. And mom says, forget it, I know, but I want to know how long it takes to be a priest. So the parish priest said, if you're going to join the diocesan, uh, priests uh, in the diocesan structure, uh, it'll be about four or five years after college. If you're going to join a religious order, it takes longer because they have to study the spirituality and the way things are done. So like for a Benedictine or a Dominican, it takes six years after college. For a Franciscan, maybe eight. For a Jesuit, 12 years after college. And the mom says, well, then my son will be a Jesuit. And the priest said, well, why would you say that? And she said, well, he's a bit slow. So it'll take him some time. So, so when I heard that story, I thought, okay, maybe I'm a Jesuit because I'm a bit slow. You know, but that's the formation. And, and the reason that Ignatius of Loyola in the 1540s uh, created this formation process is because that's kind of the process he went through. And it worked for him. So he wanted us all to go through it. So to study here... Uh, you know, to get a humanities degree, then to go and study philosophy, and then to go work in a ministry, and then be grounded in your theology. And in the United States, there are only certain schools that we send our Jesuits to go and learn. Uh, Philosophy is either in Chicago or St. Louis. Uh, Theology is either in Boston or in Santa Clara. I mean, those are the places we send people in our state. So I went there because I was told to go there. I wasn't accumulating miles. But we were all doing it. And there were a group of us in the United States who were at the same level of formation. So it was cool to meet different people. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you, you get to go all over the country. And yeah. Sort of- Join the Jesuits, see the world, man. Yeah. I, got, <laughs> I got to see people in the upper Midwest. So uh, so you also talked about, uh, you know, sort of your experience going from different high schools. Uh, yeah. What, what made you... Th- enjoy being in high schools so much. So I didn't mention when I was a novice, the first two years, part of it is a long experiment to go and work for, before you take vows, to work for a semester in one of our Jesuit apostolates. And I was sent to Creighton Prep in the spring of 1984. And that was the first time I had ever heard of Creighton Prep, even though I went to Creighton University. It was the first time I ever thought about high school work, but teaching theology to freshmen and sophomores, coaching basketball, watching soccer, watching these kids compete, being part of the freshman retreat, being part of the retreat experience here at Creighton Prep, I fell in love with seeking. 
I wanted to find out what God wanted me to do. And I found that in high school ministry, in high school work, a lot of people, the students are all trying to figure out what they want to do with their life. The faculty and staff are trying to figure out, is this where I want to be and how can I help other people find? So I want to be with people who are looking for God in all things. And I found out that doing it among high school age kids uh, was fun and I could do it. And somebody said to me, if you can work with high school age kids, you should, because not, it's not for everybody. And I really found that I loved it here. So that's when I started thinking, this is what I want to do. So when I went back to Marquette High, teaching theology full-time, coaching football and basketball and baseball, I found out this is awesome. I love it, and I can do this all the time. So that when I was missioned later on, I thought, yeah, this is, this is where I want to be. So, first of all, thanks yeah. so much. That was awesome. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. So... You've you've been at Marquette High yeah. and the Rosebud yeah Reservation. No, Pine Ridge Pine Ridge sorry so the Pine Ridge Reservation and the Rosebud Reservation are about a hundred miles apart and they're different communities the different family groups on one reservation on the Pine Ridge and a different family group on the Rosebud and the Pine Ridge. Lakota would tell jokes about the rosebud Lakota and vice versa. <laughs> so a Pine Ridge person would say a rosebudder was going to Rapid City. He saw a sign that said Rapid City left. So he went home. <laughs> what? So I love those kind of jokes that people have with one another. But so I was at Market High. I was at... Pine Ridge, Red Cloud High School, and I was at Creighton Prep, the three different high schools in our uh, Wisconsin province. So obviously you've been uh, at, at Creighton Prep the longest. Yeah. What has been, uh, what, what's kept you at Prep yeah. uh, versus all these other places? Well, I feel like I, I born and raised just outside of Green Bay, a small community, uh, 150,000 people live in Green Bay. Uh, I think... As I look at the world, uh, I think Milwaukee, which is where Market High is, it tries to be like Chicago. So it's a really, really small, big city. And I feel like Omaha is more like home. It's a really, really big, small town. And I love that people know each other as well as people do here in Omaha. So to be here and to always be connecting with people um, wherever I go, I mention Creighton Prep and people know it. And they either love it or hate it. Thank God most people love it, you know, because they know somebody or they, they know what we're doing. Uh, so to be a representative of Creighton Prep in the greater Omaha area, I love being part of that. So the last thing you sort of touched on uh, while you're talking uh, was you know, sort of what you do here at Prep on a day-to-day -day basis. So yeah. can you sort of, you know, give us an insight into your day-to-day -day life here? Sure. Uh, you know, every good Jesuit gets up at five o'clock twice a day. So I get up at five in the morning and then I got to make sure I get my afternoon nap in so that I get up at five <laughs> o'clock again later. Uh, so I get up at five in the morning and I pray, I get dressed and get ready and then I pray for a while. And then I try to get over to school and walk through. We have mass uh, Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 7.10 in the morning. So that's important to me. Daily Eucharist is real important to me. But a friend of mine said, you know, I believe in daily mass, but not every day. <laughs> uh, I try to do it every day because I love it. 
Um, so daily mass. And then I meet with people for spiritual direction, faculty, staff, parents, alumni, friends throughout Omaha that I've connected with, different people. We sit and visit about, uh, I listen, and they talk about how life is going and where they see God and where they wish they could see God more and how to figure out how to do that. Uh, I help out with the, with the Mass at, in different place, places throughout Omaha. Uh, at 10 o'clock this morning, I, I'm going to a, a little community of people who are trying to uh, find a place to live so that they can, uh, they're homeless, pregnant women uh, who want to give birth to their children in a Catholic environment. So I go to their house and their community. A group of them live together for Mass once a month. I will also have Masses at St. Marion or Duchenne or Mercy um, throughout the day. Um, I get a workout in every day. I go to Todd Smith uh, Fitness Health Solutions uh, three days a week to try to stay strong. I'm not going to stay strong by myself, so I need help. Um, and so there are individual trainers there that help me lift and get stronger. Uh, and then as a Jesuit community, after school, we kind of see each other. We hang out every day. We have Mass at, uh, there's Mass in the Jesuit community at 5.30. We have dinner right after that. And then we just kind of hang out throughout the evening watching the Brewers play baseball or the Green Bay Packers play football or uh, so that's kind of the regular day. And I try to find myself walking the halls as much as I can. I like to say that here at Creighton Prep, I'm in the way uh, because the early Christians were the way. And if I can stay in the way of Christ, that's really good. And my size at 6'5", 350, that really helps. <laughs> so as I'm walking down the hallway, I'm just trying to stay in the way and see people and talk to folks and bump into them. And so it's fun. I love it. Well, that's awesome. I just want to thank you so much for uh, for agreeing to come on and, and tell us about this. This has been a really great experience for me and I think all the listeners will You're thank you welcome. as well. And it's a pleasure for me. May God bless you and everybody in your listening audience. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Father.